Diverse voices. Unique sound. Not the same old thing. Different, different. This is NOCO FM. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Corbin vs. the World. I am your hero, Corbin David Albaugh, here to bring you the greatest tunes of yesterday, today, and tomorrow on this, our final weekend of June 2019. And now that it is finally staying hot on the regular, and thank God for that, I have also found out that my iPhone has this cool new feature that I never knew about until recently. Uh, It's called Overheat Mode. And I think it's a totally free app that just gets downloaded to your phone after a certain point. And it will go into this mode whenever it gets to be above about 85 degrees. But basically what will happen is that it will totally stroke out and refuse to work in any way, shape, or form until I put it in an icebox or, you know, put it in a hole for like a half hour or so. And I think it's a really dope feature because it's helping me get a lot more in touch with nature and the world around me. And I think that it's actually a mindfulness app uh, that they're disguising. So yeah, big ups to the people on Apple for that new overheat mode. I'm a big fan of it. Uh, but just as a side note, for real, Apple, I'm a, I'm a human being made of like meat and water, and I can function at like 100 degrees. And you're made of cold, hard steel and silicone and thousands and thousands and thousands of investors money in tears and shit so i expect a little bit more performance so that tech grievance aside hello hello good evening welcome welcome to the positivity train choo choo i am corbin david albaugh your conductor and it is the positivity train because i am positively giddy right now because we have officially entered the regular season of the 2020 presidential election because we had our first edition of the Democratic debates this week. And I am so excited that I get to finally talk about this shit because, first of all, this is the first time that I've like seen most of these people on stage and on television. And for a while, you know, for example, I I thought that Jay Inslee was like all CGI and I didn't even know that like Tim Ryan existed. So there's so many things that, you know, came to light for me when I was watching. One of those things, for example, is that, holy shit, guys, was I so wrong about Beto O'Rourke or what? Fuck, guys. Yeah, I remember like 15 episodes or whatever ago, if you're keeping track of the continuity and the lore of Corbin versus the world, I did say that I was a Beto supporter. And, you know, I, I understand. I've made some mistakes in the past. You know, I, I, I was a huge fan of Cobra Starship when I was in middle school. You know, I've been wrong about shit. But I haven't been wrong about shit in like real time as bad as I was watching Beto during that debate. Because when he opened when he opened with the Spanish, that was the first moment where I just I felt that like that sympathetic pain you get like in your stomach where you're watching someone embarrass yourself. And like I I, I get it, dude. Like you you're polling low. No one really gives a shit about you. Like a thousand candidates have stolen your thunder. You're playing fifth fiddle. You gotta throw a Hail Mary. But that was not the move. That was not the move. I might suggest a magic trick or something like that in the future if you get another chance. But I think that the highlight of that particular debate 
was was Beto's opening remarks in Spanish and like and you know like you know he got the words right I I imagine not being a fluent Spanish speaker but the the presentation was very much that of a senior in high school who's like pretty good at Spanish but still isn't like totally sure at it totally and definitely not good enough to like open with a flex you know he was going for like a Napoleon Dynamite dancing at the end of Napoleon Dynamite kind of deal and that that just did not pan out. But he opens with the Spanish, and you pan back, and you see you see Cory Booker's face just kind of like light up in this curious way, you know. And then like fifteen or twenty minutes later, they ask him a question about immigration, and he just rattles off this like paragraph in Spanish, like he just got done reading the news in Telemundo, and you realize like, oh, good, good for Cory. I'm glad that he was able to make that moment happen for him. But, you know, that aside and, you know, the whole like Tim Ryan not getting anything right. But but again, like, was, was anyone actually expecting Tim Ryan to actually be a human in this, like an actual person that existed in a relevant conversation? So, you know, that that was to be expected. But other than that, you know, I thought that it was a pretty it was a pretty good debate. And also, I need to preface this by saying that as I'm recording this, I have not seen uh, the other debate uh, because I am recording this uh, Thursday afternoon, which means that uh, the second debates are not until tonight. So I hope you cannot hear all of the rapt expectation uh, and suspense in my voice because this is the most hype I have been uh, since before WrestleMania, if only just to see Biden and Bernie on stage together because everyone who has worked at Denny's can agree there is nothing funnier than watching two old white men fight and it's going to be so good and I truly hope that it escalates into full bare knuckle fisticuffs and then Budishijin uh, Kamala Harris can have the floor the entire time and then maybe actually we'll be talking about people that I actually give a shit about but that aside I thought that the first debate was really nice. I thought that all of the messaging was fairly on point. I thought Elizabeth Warren did a really good job. Uh, also, as a side note, I think that she should be played by Meryl Streep in all following public appearances, but that's just my hot take. Uh, I also think that Cory Booker and Julian Castro did uh, very good jobs as well at remaining in the conversation. And I think that Bill de Blasio no matter how he does following, you know, polling, or even if he drops out, I think that we still need to keep him in debates because I think it's important to have at least one very angry New Yorker on stage at all time. And I think that Bill fills that role very well. And John Delaney did a really good job of filling in the uh, Jim Webb in the 2016 primary role of just kind of bitching and being agitated the entire time. Tim Ryan just looked totally terrified to be there the entire time because he just kind of looks like an overgrown uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, my sister also said that he looks like a Metapod, which I, I generally agree with. And I'm fairly certain there were other candidates up there. But to be perfectly honest, I think the time has come where we need to start whittling down the field. And this first round of debates is pretty much to separate the wheat from that chaff and hopefully Based on these debates, some of these candidates will see the writing on the wall and drop out because I'm sure that there's some of them that are running that know damn well they don't have a shot at the presidency, but they're, you know, they're trying to run to raise their political capital. That's kind of what I'm hoping with Beto O'Rourke. 
Uh, but to be perfectly honest, I have a feeling that we're never going to see him again after this cycle, which is a shame, but I'm sure we'll find some new pseudo edgy 40 something white guy. And I honestly think that if he just talked about the Mars Volta more in the debate, I think that we'd be talking about him more. But again, that's me being an amateur uh, political strategist. But enough about politics. I got my I got I got it out. I got my monthly quota out. So now that that's punched in, let's do that tunage thing that we love so very much. This is Caroline Polachek and her new song, Door. Around the planet to prove what I was, and the door slams hard behind you when you leave the house of judgment. Been waiting for a regret to hit me, some kind of recognition. I waited for the drop cause lately The yang comes with kids Back in the city I'm just
there. This is Sydney with Talk and Roll, NoCo FM's bi-weekly D&D show where myself and three other goofy goobers play Dungeons and Dragons. You can listen to Talk and Roll every other Saturday night at 7 p.m. first on noco.fm or Sunday mornings wherever podcasts are found. Will you enjoy the show? Let's roll for it. Actually roll for it. Do it. 12. Nice. You're going to like it. Nice. Welcome back to Corbin versus the World. You just got done hearing Caroline Polachek. You might also know her as the singer for Chairlift and her new song, Door. Next, we had Edge of the Throne by Lydia Ainsworth. And finally, we had Nasty Cherry with their song, What Do You Like in Me? And now that we're back, I want to share a hilarious story with all of you about a woman who gave birth at a pink concert in Liverpool on Tuesday. And I feel like this woman looked at all those other pregnant women that uh, have their babies listen to classical music uh, when they're when they're still in the womb, and she was like, those are some fucking underachievers. And she sought to deliver that baby in the most high-impact environment possible. And she named the baby Pink as well. Uh, and, of course, all the articles in it are saying that, you know, she's the tiniest Pink fan ever. But I feel like that's a lot of speculation on the newspaper's part. And to be perfectly honest, I don't know how pleasant of an because ex- I'm sure that birth is already a terrifying experience. But to be birthed in a situation where you're surrounded with, and I'm just speculating here, 40,000 Pink fanatics, because you don't just casually see Pink in 2019. 40,000 screaming pink fanatics while pink's up there going, so what? I'm still a rock star. And it's just pure fucking cacophony. And to be birthed into that world is truly a terrifying thing. But I truly hope that this child goes on to great things and maybe a musical career of her very own. And maybe they can do a duet together, pink and pink. And it would be a great marketing moment. And everyone on BuzzFeed would be a great fan of it. And also... Quick side note, can we also appreciate the fact that Pink has survived the female pop artist calling? Because of all the pop stars that, you know, came and went from like 98 to like mid 2000s, somehow Pink is one of the last ones standing. So shouts out to Pink. You beat Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Jennifer Lopez, Kelly Clarkson. Jessica Simpson, she was a singer, right? God, they all just blend together after a certain point. But yeah, Pink, good job holding it down. And I'm glad someone had a baby at your concert. You go, girl. Anyway, here's more tunes. This is the Sunshine Underground with their song, Put You... I'm on top of you trying to stop me now. I'm on top of you trying to stop me now. I'm on top of you trying to stop me now. I'm on top of you trying to stop me now. I'm on top of you trying to stop me now. I'm on top of you trying to stop me now. Well, I just don't think I'm coming down. Oh, what's the reason for you for real? I can't stand to see that smile on my face. Well, I need to put you in. Trying to stop me now. I'm on top of you, trying to stop me now. I'm on top of you, trying to stop me now. And I bet you do it, shot me something. I bet you do it, shot me something. What the hell I came from? Oh, just been chilling since you've been here. 
It's your boy Priest D, D for Daddy, aka Slim and Sexy, aka Double S C D, Slim Sexy, Celine Dion, or you can just call me PWT, Pretty White Teeth. This is your boy Dr. <laughs> IJ. What's up, everybody? This is your girl Tiff, and we are two dudes and a chick, and we are so excited to be part of this NoCo family. I'm excited, super excited. And so excited to welcome you guys into our conversation. Y'all can tune in every Sunday at 7 o'clock. Listen, learn, get some of this little... Make sure you say mountain time so the people know. Oh, yeah. 7 mount- o'clock hey, mountain time. Yeah, we in Cali. We, we got that Pacific time. So turn in on mountain time, 7 o'clock. And um, enjoy us, man. Y'all going y'all gonna to really love us. <laughs> Welcome back to Corbin versus the World. You just got in hearing Put You in Your Place by the Sunshine Underground, followed up by Bebop Palooza by BBC. That was fun to say. And finally, we had Houseplants by that quirky little band called Squid. And before we move any further with the show, I just want to take a moment to appreciate, for everyone to appreciate the fact that it is 2019 and the top two albums on the Billboard charts are by Madonna and Bruce Springsteen. So rest assured, the more things change, the more they stay the same. I also see from looking at the charts right now that Bastille is back, which is absolutely terrifying, so they will be haunting an H&M near you oh so very soon. So earlier in the week, I got to see the new Toy Story film, and I am proud to report that it was way, way, way better than I was expecting it to be. Because I think, and a lot of people, I don't think there was really much of a conversation about it, which is good. But I think that we were all kind of of the opinion that it was starting to look a little bit like, you know, a shameless cash-in on the legacy. And it's one of the very few flawless film franchises that we have left. And so I think there was a lot of existential trepidation going into that movie. But I'm proud to report that it was a great, great time. And so if you haven't seen it yet, definitely check it out. And obviously, you know, everyone raving about the, the Keanu Reeves and all the, all the guest spots and all that. They are very well deserved. It's a really, really funny movie, too, which I really wasn't expecting because, you know, all the animated films, they're always charming. But there's never a guarantee that they're going to be out and out funny. But there are a lot of really great moments in the new Toy Story movie. And also, real quick, uh, while I have this platform... Uh, Just a public shaming for whichever genius of marketing decided to fucking release 
the child's play movie at the same time as Toy Story because no matter how good that movie is, no one's going to give a shit. I mean, are we going to be real? Number one, you're already fighting like Brad Dorif, Chucky, which, you know, that's that in terms of like horror movie villain to actor performance, like that's that's a very hard, hard place to assail. And especially doing that during such a huge toy box office juggernaut thing. Big, big, dumb, big, dumb move for horror. So, you know, bad call, child's play people. But go see Toy Story if you haven't yet. Rip rollicking good time. Anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Who cares? More tunes. Let's do more tunes. I got another triage of tracks by Chicks Who Fucking Shred. This first track is by French Vanilla. This is their song.
Welcome back to Corbin vs. The World. You just got done hearing Friendly Fire by French Vanilla off of their new album, How Am I Not Myself. Followed up, we had Never Give Up by Abjects. And last, we had Happy Man by Party Pest. So, we are once again reaching the ending of this particular episode of Corbin vs. The World. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode. Also, make sure to check out our Instagram at Corbin vs. The World and also Noco FM at NOCO FM. Check out our Facebook pages as well. Also, also, new and exciting things on the horizon. Corbin versus the world now has its own website, courtesy of NOCO FM. Thank you very much for that. Uh, and on that soon, I will be blogging. I will be writing about music, about politics, about pop culture, all the fun stuff I riff about on the show here. Uh, I will also be riffing on in the written form so i'm very excited to be making that expansion so be checking that out as that rolls out uh my first article is going to be about the top 10 debut records of 2019 and i'm going to be writing about some bands that i'm very very excited about and some of them i have played on this show previously so definitely check out all of that as it rolls out and all of the other wonderful wonderful content that comes out of noco FM. So with that said, let's play our last triage of some fun, fun tunes, shall we? Kieran J. Callanan, uh, my favorite prankster prince out of Australia. You may also know him as the guy who had the Screaming Cowboy music video uh, a couple years ago. He has a new album out, and it is very good in its own right. So we are going to lead off and end this show with a track off that album. This is Kieran J. Callanan, The Whole of the Moon. Thank you very much for tuning in, friends. Have a good evening, and I...
I'm not afraid to 
This has been a production of NOCO FM.